Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use your promo code BLEAVE to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. At the 15, at the 10, at the 5, still going. Look at the goal line. Bullseye! It's a Buffalo touchdown! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bullseye, the UB Bulls football podcast. I'm your host, Kyrie Demos. And, you know, there are very special moments that we have during football season, but this is one that I think will really stand out. You know, it's not many times you bring someone on after they just set a program record, let alone a program record that was held by, you know, as we talked about off air, the the GOAT at UB, um, Khalil Mack. So, Kyler Lang, thank you for joining us today. How's it going? Hey, what's up, boss? It's doing great. Doing great. Everything's football's doing good. School's going good. God woke me up this morning. I'm, I'm just blessed with that. Absolutely. Big blessings for sure. And, you know, Bless. big blessings for the Bulls this past weekend. You know, obviously you being able to set a program record with three and a half sacks, a part of a an 11 sack day for the Bulls, you know, unbelievable defensive effort against Akron. So, for you personally, obviously, it was great to be able to have, you know, your own individual success, but to be able to see that individual success contribute to such a, you know, a major um, defensive showing, obviously, program record 11 sacks as a defensive unit as well. Yeah, that was, it was just a big night for our defense. We're just Coach Coughlin, our defense coordinator, his defense is literally set up for sacks and uh, a lot of TFL. So mm-hmm. I think we kind of off guys like... uh with the D-line, we just feed off each other. Like, we compete so much in practice throughout the week. We're like, so basically, we'll say, okay, if I get two sacks, you got to get three. Or if I get one, you got to get two. So it's always a good competition to keep us on our toes throughout the game and keep us hungry. Most definitely, yeah. No, it, it's got to be so so great to be able to have some guys that are matching your intensity, that are, you know, being able to build you up. You know, as you step out onto the field, you know, you know, hey, if I bring what I bring to the table, I know my guys are going to come right with me too. Yeah, it's it's it's. I feel like it's like that across the board from the from the safeties to the corners to the linebackers from the D line. I just feel like we bring it like a good good intensity when we get on the field and we're just playing as one unit. No doubt, no doubt. So you know, for you to be able to get on the field, obviously it's been you know um, your your own play is a part of that, but also, you know, one of your guys' leaders on the team and Taylor Riggins has been down with injury, you know, for you to be able to step into this role with um, Riggins um, sideline, you know, how important has that been for you to be able to step up in his absence and how helpful has he been for you um, in your, in your time with, with the Bulls? Yeah. It's, uh, 
you know, it's our coaches always preach, uh, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's like a next man up mentality. So when Riggs went down, I knew I had to step up and be a, uh, be a leader on the defensive line. So that's what I did. And, and Taylor Riggins is a great guy. He's a great character dude. It's just tough for him to, uh, for his season to end like that, but all blessings to him because he's a great defensive line. I learned so many things, so much things from him. So he's always been in my ear throughout the uh, this process, and it's good. No doubt. Yeah, yes, you know, it, it's definitely tough to see, and especially for him to miss most of the run last year as well. You know, yeah. we wish you well, T. T. Riggs. So, you know, just talking about this season overall, you know, you've been able to really put things together. Obviously, the performance um, from at last Saturday, but you also had a, um, you know, another big showing early on in the season as well. And, you know, just, you know, for you to be able to get this um, experience now, you know, working under Coach Cedric Douglas, uh, the D-line coach, and you mentioned Joe Cawthon, um already, the D.C., and obviously Coach Molingua's his, his impact on the um, defense. So, you know, what's it been like for you to be able to really emerge and, you know, set yourself apart um, in the, this 2021 season? I just feel like from uh, from the first day Coach Mo and his staff uh, got on, got to uh, UB, it was just all about uh, work, work, work. So we just had a, a big uh, off season of work this summer with Coach uh, Cole, our strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. His workouts were killer. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, I just feel like it's just staying prepared, you know. Just uh, Coach uh, said, my D-line coach is always on my uh, tail mm-hmm. about the little things, details, alignment, uh, stance, eyes, being having the right uh, keys. So it's just the little things I feel like this year I've been focused more on, and that's been helping my game, uh, you know, uh, take off a little bit. For sure. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, being able to get in the weight room and get yourself, you know, physically ready before you even step out on the field uh, or before you stepped out on the field this season. So, you know, take me back to when you first got to UB, um, being able to redshirt in 2019, and then last year as well, getting getting a little bit more action. But this year, um, you know, obviously you, you've been able to take a step up and um, have expanded your role. So, you know, what was that transition like, you know, coming in, learning and really just playing your role, waiting your turn before you really got to emerge this season? Yeah, it's just uh, I just feel like when I first got here, uh, I got redshirted because we had some uh, like guys like Malcolm Coons, Taylor Riggin and stuff. So mm-hmm. learning from those guys like uh, Malcolm Coons took me under his wing last year and just learning from him, watching from him like studying film with them is just it just helped my game so much and just I just feel like uh like learning from them like I just makes me feel more comfortable while I'm on the field so because you know UB is a defensive end university so mm-hmm. I feel like if I uh if I keep just keep doing what I'm doing and stuff I'll be uh, right there with those guys one day for sure Kobe Way, yeah. Stephen Means, Khalil Mack, Malcolm Yeah, all those big name guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you Damone, know, Damone Harris, that's my old roommate right there. So. Yeah, yeah. I uh I trained with him uh my uh, I think it was last summer when he was in UB. We got some good work in, so I learned a lot from him too. He's a oh, good guy. Oh yeah, love that. Shout out to Moan and, and the Chiefs doing their their yeah, thing in the understand. Um so you know, gonna switch gears a little bit, you know. Take me back to, you know, your football journey coming up. You know, what was it like for you? Growing up in Florida, playing ball down there, obviously, you know, it's a different breed down there. You know, there's, there's <laughs> yeah, a it's different a, mentality. Yeah, it's 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 just I think we just uh Florida, I think we just have a little bit too much fun when we play football. But <laughs> I think growing up in Florida it really make you like 
realize like how much uh, football is important, you know, just growing up. My dad was a, a coach all my life. Mm-hmm. So I, I really grew up around football and my dad was my defensive line coach in high school. Nice. So it was like uh, football runs in my family. And it's like ever since I was little, I was always been around football. So it just uh, made me more uh, like humble and, you know, just be more uh, a student of the game. For sure. And, you know, you, you talked about um, your your dad being your coach and you coming from a football family. Did you ever feel like it was pressure to play the game or be around the game? Or did you just felt like it came naturally? I just feel like it came naturally because I have an older brother, too, that mm-hmm. played football, that mm-hmm. plays football currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But it, I just uh, he he was uh, he was at USF, but he transferred to uh, East Mississippi Juco. Nice. But he's in a, a lot of offers right now. We we actually play the same position. Okay. So, we, yeah, we were uh, the same. We were like, he was on the opposite side of me in high school. So we were a big duo in high school. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Yeah. Now, that now, that's pretty cool, you know, to be able to have your guys, his dad, you know, calling the shots on the sideline, but you uh, guys making plays on the field. That that had to have been an amazing experience. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, I miss those days. Just seeing my brother and my dad on the sideline playing football—that was that's uh, bring back good memories. No doubt, I can only imagine. And, you know, you talked about your your high school career. You know, um, big big time career with um, Amos P. Godby. You know, for you, you know, what was your experience like? For those of you out there, you know, Kyler was able to. You know, I mean, clearly he's been a a pass rusher his whole life because you know twenty eight and a half sacks over his junior and senior seasons including, I believe it was 15, your junior year, right? Yeah, 15 my junior year. That's awesome. So, yeah, for you, you know, what was your experience like in high school and um, just being able to to make so many plays um, like you did? Yeah, it was just, uh, I just feel like growing up in Tallahassee, where I'm from, it's just, uh, it's a big football town. So, like, we have a lot of rivals. Like, we have, like, I think we have eight different high schools. Mm-hmm. It depends, like, where you live and stuff. That's where you go. But Gabby was, it was real fun. We had a... Uh, Corey Fuller, Coach Corey Fuller, he was uh he played in the league for ten years, mm-hmm. so like he he kind of brought that like grit to back to uh, Gabby, and over my junior senior year, it was just it was a blast. We had so much fun. My junior year, we went undefeated and we lost in the uh, second round. Then my mm-hmm. senior year, we lost one game and lost in the second round also. So it was mm-hmm. like, damn, we always lost in the second round. But no, man, it was it was a good experience for everything though. Just playing football in Florida, playing for a uh, head coach that played in the league. So he already had the tools. He already gave us to us. It was, just, it was just a good experience. No doubt. Yeah, that had to have been so cool. And, you know, like you mentioned, you know, to be able to learn from someone who's been there before, who's done that, um, who, who's gotten to the levels that you're trying to get to. You know, I think that's always so important, no matter yeah. what area of life it is. Yes, sir. So, you know, just talking about you coming from Florida, how did a Florida boy end up in Western <laughs> New York? Yeah, uh, well, the old staff, Coach uh, Lance Lipo, mm-hmm. uh, then actually it was Coach Rock, my, the defensive end coach that recruited me mm-hmm. to come here. But uh, I think a month after I signed, he left uh, for a Washington State job. So okay. uh, he recruited me, but uh, the the whole staff was still there, like Coach Borland, Coach uh, Lipo and stuff. So. We always had a close connection and stuff. Uh, Coach Lipo came to my house and said that uh, they needed some uh, another, another pass rusher mm-hmm. up north, and I was all in with them. So that's how I got uh, got up here. Was because I was originally committed to USF. 
to mm-hmm. go with my brother. Mm-hmm. But uh, Coach Charlie Strong, he left and got another coaching job. So uh, I decommitted from USF. Then uh, uh, in the middle of my senior year, I committed to Buffalo. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow, so yeah. you must have been very adamant about it because, you know, I mean, you mentioned USF, and obviously that would have been a unique opportunity being able to play with your brother. But, you know, were there other schools in Florida or other schools that you were considering outside of UB? And yeah, USF? I was – Uh, yeah, I took some uh, officials to, like, uh, FAU, FIU, and uh, schools in Florida. But, uh, no, nah, if I wasn't – I think UB was a good – it's just a uh, – I just feel like the reason why I came here is because it's like a family atmosphere, you know? So it was, it was always good to have like other offers and stuff, but I weren't, I just wanted to go somewhere where I could uh, do me and show, showcase my talents. No doubt. Got to respect that. And, you know, just also lastly about that, you know, is there a chip on your shoulder, you know, that you have from, you know, not necessarily getting the love from some of the bigger programs in Florida, obviously, you, you mentioned yeah. Tallahassee being, you know, right down the road from FSU and yeah, I was uh Florida. Yeah, uh, my uh, my high school is literally uh, walking distance from FSU, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I always had a chip on my shoulder, just uh, just not getting you know power five offers like that. It was, mm-hmm. but it was I always had a chip on my shoulder, and I always knew like it's not about where you go; it's like about what you do when you get there. So that's always been like my mentality. Yeah, you gotta respect that. Gotta respect that. Um, so you know, just switching gears a little bit as well. You know, talking about you know you coming from Florida and the man's record you just broke. You know, Khalil Mack, him being a Florida guy. You mentioned we talked about this off air a little bit. Um, for you, you got the chance to meet him. You know, when going into your freshman uh, season, and I actually, you know, for those out there, obviously, I've, I've mentioned before, Mac and I were teammates on um, my, my season at UB. So, you know, for you, you know, what was that experience like? And, you know, if you had anything to share about your experience um, chatting with him, you know, what what was that all like? Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was great talking to the GOAT, man. He's a uh, he's huge. He's a he's he's a uh, I could tell he 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 lifts his weights. <laughs> right. But uh, uh his uh his family is from Port St. Lucie and my grandparents are from from Port St. Lucie. So gotcha. I think it's like we got a kind of a kind of got a, a Florida connection. But yeah, it was good talking to him. I was talking to him in the training room and we was just uh chatting it up about, you know, ball and stuff. But yeah, but it's just it's just good to see like like if you do what you gotta do and take care of your schoolwork and be a good guy on and off the field, like good things come and I it's just uh it's just proving that Khalil Mack done that, and I'm just trying to uh, fill his shoes. For sure, for sure. You, you guys got to go check out Kyler's Twitter feed to be able to uh, see the picture of the two, you know, two two guys at the top of the list now for you know single single game sack record for uh, the uh-huh. program. So yeah, that that picture when I, when I was a freshman, I had the uh, low boy haircut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was I a young boy. I was going to say letting the flow rock a little bit now. Yeah, letting the flow rock now. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, you know, for you, um, you know, it's been obviously been a lot of attention in the past week. You know, you know, Quick Lane Bowl Defensive Player of the Week, Mac Defensive Player of the Week. You know, for you with this success, you know, how do you look to be able to carry this over? You know, obviously, it's great to be able to have a a, a single game sack record like you set. But, you know, I'm sure you want to continue um, pushing that forward and being able to set other 
uh, records throughout this program. Yeah, for sure. It's just my my coach is always always in my ear talking about uh, like like don't be complacent. Like always try to uh, have a growth mindset. So Coach Mo is really he really helped me like change my best. Like if I do good next game, I gotta do better. So that's kind of my mentality going in into Bowling Green this uh, Saturday. Sure, you know that's definitely important, and I feel like you know the guys that really separate themselves from good and great are the ones that are able to do that and not necessarily able to dwell on the past, good or bad, be yeah. able to look forward and, and, you know, move forward with that. Yeah, sure. Now you, you mentioned it as well. You know, the BG matchup is, is on the slate next, you know, you guys are going to be going with the blackout the day before uh, Halloween there. So, you know, just thoughts on the matchup coming up. Yeah. Bowling greens, uh, they're a good team. You know, they uh, beat Minnesota early in the, the year. Mm-hmm. So it's always, I feel like football nowadays is about, who wants to show up that day? And I just feel like, uh, well, I know that the D line, the defense, and the whole team's gonna show up. So it's gonna be a good matchup. We just gotta, uh, we just gotta start fast and uh, play as a unit, and we're gonna be just fine. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I think that's important. Um, you know, like you said, I, I think it, it's in, like you mentioned, with it being, you know, who shows up that day in football, but I think even more so with the MAC conference overall, the MAC has yeah. shown to be, you know, I was actually just going over some notes earlier today. You know, there's, I believe it's nine teams now in the MAC that have um, at least four, um, four and four records, you know, are at 500 at least. So, you know, for you, you know, what, what has it been like playing in the MAC, you know, a conference that's really shown to be um, a bunch of different teams that can beat any other team on any given Saturday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, definitely playing the Mac. You can uh, definitely win or lose any night, but mm-hmm. it's always big plays going on. Always, uh, you know, just uh, out of the ordinary stuff. But uh, now nah, playing the Mac conference is great, though. It's just it's, it's really fun. The level of competition is uh, is rising every year. And uh it's just has some good teams, good players, and some definitely good coaches in this conference. So uh, I, I want to continue to uh, play in this conference and do well. For sure. For sure. You know, I think something that will help you you guys be, being able to do well is, you know, seeing the the type of output that your uh, offense had this past weekend as well. You know, obviously it was great to see what you guys put together on D, but the offense really showed up as well. You know, just for you, as a you know defender and you know someone who who's really making a um a name for themselves on the defensive side, you know what is it like for you to see the offense have a breakthrough like they did um, against Akron? Yeah, no, the offense shows up. We we go at it in practice every day, nah. Mm-hmm. But uh, with a true leader like Kyle uh, Van Trees, our starting quarterback, nah, he's a he's a good dude. He uh, keeps everybody keeps everybody uh, calm and collective and. Uh, the whole line, yeah, we go at it too. Like guys like Jake Fusak every day. I go mm-hmm. against him every day. So he getting me better and I'm getting uh him better. And it's just uh I think the level of competition at practice is like at an all-time high right now. It's just coming off two wins. It's just I feel like we just have a good team. Like we just we got something special, like we have a good connection. So it's gonna be good going forward. Uh guys like uh Fuse, uh Jake Molnich and stuff going into their uh, last year, last like couple 30 days in their last season. Mm-hmm. It's good to uh, rock out with them boys for the last uh, time in a UB helmet. For sure. Yeah, no, I think that's, I've always thought, you know, that was the craziest thing about Division One practices is like, 
you're looking across the board, across the field, and it's like, man, that dude is one of the best to ever come out of his high school. He's got this record at his high school, and this dude was, you know, ranked top 100 in his high school class and things like that. Like, I think it's it's amazing to see, like, when when guys come together for one common goal or brought to a school, brought into a program for one common thing, and, you know, you guys are battling that out every day. But, you know, as they always say, competition competition breeds success. Yeah, I just feel like uh, the whole defense and the whole offense, like, say, uh, if we're in an inside run drill, like, we're talking crap, we're, uh, we're yelling, the coaches are jumping up and down, mm-hmm. everybody's in everybody's face. But, uh, no, nah, I just feel like just competition, just it's, it's breeding uh, connection throughout the team, and that's, and that's good. No doubt. Mm-hmm. All righty, so before we get going, I'm going to ask you some quick hitter questions. All right. <laughs> First up, who do you think is the most underrated player on UB's football team? Offense or defense? Both. Both. Offense, Marlon Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, number 11, the receiver, big, tall guy. He's a, yeah, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, on defense, oof, that's a good one. Uh, Probably Damon Williams. Uh, shout out my uh, my three tech. He plays uh, uh, D tackle. He be setting things up from the inside, but he's a baller though. Yeah, Damon Williams. So. Yeah, shout out to Damon Williams, who also had two sacks. Um, yeah, that boy, that boy. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, you know, you love to see him uh, stepping up like that. Now, for you, you know, you've been able to, like we mentioned, you know, you, you've had some great moments throughout your football journey. You know, if there was one memory that you could relive or one football moment that you've had an experience, what would you say would be your favorite? Uh, for like uh, this year or the whole time I'm at UB? Just your entire football experience, you know. Oh, my entire football league experience. And all that. Okay, okay. Uh. I got to think back. I got to reminisce. <laughs> Probably when I, I think I got my first pick six, my junior year at Gabby. Gotcha. And like kind of after that, I like kind of uh, blew up in the recruiting world. So it was good. I, yeah, I can't remember. I can't uh, forget that uh, play right there, the, the pick six. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how, you know, in today's day and age with, you know, social media and everything like that, one big play like that can help you get viral and, you know, can really boost your recruiting just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Social media platforms are, are taking off now. For sure. Getting guys clout. Yeah, for sure. All righty. Um, now, do you have a go-to pregame song or artist, either or? Oh, yeah. Uh, go-to artist is No Cap. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know who No Cap is? For sure, I do. I definitely do. Definitely. Do. Yeah, he's uh he's yeah, he he be talking, he be talking some punchlines. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's coming up too, you know. I yeah, think, he's coming up. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. might not know him yet, but you know, give it give it some time. People are people are going to wake up eventually. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Do you have a specific game day ritual, superstition, um something that you have to do the night before a game, day of a game? Uh, day of the game, I always gotta write uh on my uh on my wrist tape uh, uh R.I.P. Grams and R.I.P. Big Wilson and uh and R.I.P. Uh, Jordan, my uh, best friend in high school. So I always gotta write that on my uh on my t- uh wrist tape. Got to play for them. 
Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Definitely respect that. And, you know, I, yes, I, I feel that for sure. I, I always write little messages on my tape, too, so. Yeah, got to. <laughs> Appreciate it, fam. Of course, of course. And, you know, also, too, you know, what is your favorite part about UB or the city of Buffalo? The city of Buffalo and UB, I just, city of Buffalo, it's just, it's, uh, I just like how close we are to Canada because I have a lot of uh, family in Canada, so oh, nice. it's kind of good to uh, be right next to the border. And UB, I just like the guys in the locker room. We just have a good connection and stuff. Like on the D-line this year, we got some good, we got some characters on the D-line. So it's always, you know, you show up every day, you know, early in the morning. But, you know, if you got your brother right next to you, you know, he going through it with you. It makes it a lot much fun and more better. For sure. Yeah, there's nothing like, you know, having a, a team that, that you're connected with, you know, obviously it's one thing to have a lot of talent, but if you don't have that chemistry, you can't get anything done. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and you mentioned in Canada, do you give your, those uh, family members of yours up North some crap about uh, the football that they play up there? Uh, yeah. All the time. They don't play no football up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I love that. Nah, but uh, yeah, they got a, a, a Canadian football league is a great league though. I, I, if I ever get an opportunity to play for the CFL, I would love to play for the CFL. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be amazing for sure. Yeah. Whatever, whatever um, opportunities after college football, I think are just icing on the cake, you know? Yeah, icing on the cake for sure. Alrighty, Kyler, you know, before I let you go, you know, also too, just wanted to be able to ask you, you know, you guys are so close to potentially getting you guys um, yourselves back to a bowl game, you know, with that in reach and the possibility of making another trip to Detroit uh, for the MAC championship game, just, you know, how important, how important is it for you all to be able to finish this uh, last stretch of the season um, on a positive note? No, it's always uh, good to finish on a positive note, but I just feel like the team is so tough. It's not like about what you uh, go through. It's about like what Coach Mo says about what you grow through. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like uh, we've been faced with a lot of adversity this year with coaches changing, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of excuses not to, you know, not to finish strong or do good this year. But I feel like this team, we kind of like uh, sucked everything up and said, no, nah, we're just going to we're just going to work and we're going to finish strong. And I, uh, we're going to go to a bowl game this year. And I, and I feel like we're going to be back at Detroit. So uh, only time will tell right now. And we, the only thing we can do is just keep working day by day and stack good days on good days. For sure. Got to just grind till you shine from there. Yes, sir. For sure. All righty, Kyler. Well, I really appreciate it. Um, it's been great to chat with you. And, you know, it's, you know, as, so, as someone who, you know, watched the program growing up to briefly play, play in it and then to cover it now, like, for me, it's great to be able to see guys and just be able to hear their experiences and, you know, hear where they've come from. So you know, I'm just wishing you the best, man. And just keep balling out. Keep doing your thing. Yes, sir. Appreciate it so much, uh, uh, my man. Sure. Uh, keep we'll, we'll keep in touch for sure. We'll Absolutely. have a, uh, another podcast soon. No doubt. No doubt. I, I'm yes, going to hold you to that for sure. All right, boss, man. Have a good night. All right. Take it easy, Kyler. Yes, sir, you Kyler too. Lang, this is Kyrie Demos signing off from Bullseye, the UB Bulls football podcast. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, your favorite online sports book. Take care, my friends, and horns up. No Bulls. <laughs> yes, sir.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.